Welcome back to Grunts in Appalachia. This is John Kramer. And Brandon McGuire. Nate Kingsley. And we are on episode 39, and we are remotely podcasting in Virginia, Mechanicsville, and a Hangover. Virginia. Isn't it called Hangover, Virginia? Yeah, Hangover, Virginia. Hangover, Virginia. <laughs> is that what it said, though? Hangover. Oh, Hanover. yeah, same thing. Not only not only is everybody hungover, but we're also standing up for this podcast. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not hungover, man. I got plenty of sleep. That, that's gonna that's gonna come out a little later in the podcast. But we have a special guest with us today. We have uh, MOS Tactical CEO William. How you doing, William? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, living the dream, brother. Hey, thanks for having us, man. This is awesome. Uh, we're we're in William's shop right now. This is out. like a grunt's dream come true in here, man. There's every camo, every everything. It's great. Yeah, we just keep sending William to grab stuff so we can fill our pockets. We got, <laughs> yeah, we got. Yeah, I'm like, hey man, can you leave real quick? Nice yeah. plate carrier. Hey, hey, yeah, we need we need something to put these mics on, bro. <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, we got we got the chopper over there on the table. It's good, man. We're good. So William, uh, tell us a little about yourself. Well, I, I just turned 35 yesterday, and uh, happy birthday! Thank you. I, I started this business about 11, 12 years ago. Oh, and it was kind of a hobby. I I started off selling surplus, and it, it moved into retail, and then retail moved into manufacturing, and then manufacturing taught me to move it into in in house, and 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 that's where we're at, and it's 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 rocking. We make it all here in the shop, yeah, in house in Richmond, Virginia, American made. We like that American, made, and it's made with a made in hangover with a hangover. <laughs> yeah, well, and then the, the I mean, the cool thing is, you know, you're you're taking you take some products, and just through experience and whatever and testing, you better already good shit sometimes, and that's cool. You know, what I mean, like that, like you were showing us jackets and stuff like that. I mean, it's just the little things that they didn't think of the first time. You've thought of, you know. 10 times down the line and then then you add those on it's it's pretty damn badass correct one of my philosophies is it may not work for us but it might work for you so ultimately we believe in operator choice we want to help you accomplish your mission yeah that's that's and that's that's key i mean i know when we were serving we we actually trained and tested uh different gear when we were in California. Well, and it, that actually, yeah, we we uh, talking about all this because we were talking about the camo pattern. That's why I, I waited to bring it up. I wanted to say it. Um, when the Marine Corps went to the new digital, we were the only company in the Marine Corps that tested it. So it was weird because how like the things work in the big picture kind of aligns. Like they they uh, we were already chopped to a cax like to do a, a you know mountain desert kind of training thing weird that afghanistan was just about ready to happen you know what i mean and and then this new digital it was, camp. It was definitely planned yeah yeah <laughs> so it was crazy but uh they 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 send us these uh all these what was it, like five different styles of the digital uniforms to try and some had elbow pads some had knee uh, you know knee pads some had zippered sleeves you could yeah, take the sleeves yeah, off yeah, you and, and zippered pants yeah remember the remember because we were ever gonna wear shorts yeah shorts like <laughs> But the boonie covers were like they look like sun hats and shit. Like it was, it was pretty wild, you know. Whatever. But we ended up testing them and ended up. Uh, I remember those boonie covers. We kind of all looked like we were getting ready to go to the derby. Yeah. So yeah, we were <laughs> like, I mean, a queen at the derby, <laughs> a digi camo, you know, marine queen. But uh, you know, so we but we ended up testing them and then our feedbacks what went into the uniform that the. The United States Marine Corps uses today. It was, it's pretty cool that we had that, you know. So, kind of, you know, it's pretty badass, man. And are you familiar with what gators are? Yes. We we oh tested, yeah, there was we gators. Had, we, had, we had gators. We had gators yeah. on our boots. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. They were awful. We look like we look like uh, 
Band of Brothers, you know, we, we, like World War II. we were like, we're getting we ready did. to cross the yeah. Delaware. Yeah. They were like, khaki, <laughs> they were khaki gators. It yeah. was, which, which, you know, when I was a hunting guide in high mountain, gators are essential. You know what I mean? When you got scree and different mm-hmm. stuff, I mean, you know, that can tear your feet up, can, you know, I mean, whatever. It also helps stabilize, keeps everything, but it's, uh, the Marine Corps was thinking about gators. I mean, that's how many different uniform options. It was wild. So, pretty cool. What's your What's your biggest seller here, William? I'd say our our biggest seller is our cummerbund system for the Cry JPC and AVS platform. It's a, a three band or two band system uh, uh, that can be put on either side or both side, and it uses a first beer tube for quick release. That's probably our biggest seller. Our second biggest seller is going to be our plate carrier, our Spav W model. Uh, we have a few different configurations after that, and then our third biggest seller is our Night Camo Parker that we showed you. That is the that where we put the raid mod sleeves on it, put a zipper on it, kind of bring it up to 2022 speed and, and then ship it out. The, and the parkers are real sharp. We'll actually, yeah. we'll, we'll get someone here to I'm, model I'm one. I'm buying one. We'll get someone to model one here and get a picture. I, I, have, and send one, us. I have one in my pants already. Yeah. So. <laughs> but <laughs> William, go ahead and drop I put it in social media. I, I, know, I know you guys have a, a huge following on Instagram. Correct. Uh, tell, tell us, drop your social medias for everybody. So our social media is MOS. Uh, underscore tactical on Instagram. We've got a Facebook page that's not super active, and, and, and that's about our uh, uh, the content of our social media. Uh, but we got about twenty, almost twenty six thousand on on social media on Instagram. That's and that's that's actually a, a very hard feat to accomplish. So congratulations on that. I know I, I check out your your Instagram quite frequently, and and I would recommend everybody go there if you want to see the products because they post amazing pictures with all the different um, camouflage that they have, and they they look sharp. I mean, well, it, it speaks sharp. for I think it speaks for itself when you have that kind of following on Instagram, which again is tough to to amass that kind of thing. I mean that that just shows that uh, clients and people that have uh, purchased product and uh, used product either whether it was real world or in training or whatever has been happy with it and they've you know i mean like so there's been word of mouth through the social media and that's i mean that's cool so so what do you uh tell me something about yourself william that your employees wouldn't know i'm gonna throw you on the spot there yeah yeah nice did you see that bus coming (laughs) i'm a pretty open book so it's kind of hard that's a really hard one i'm waiting for the jeopardy music to start right now yeah Well, you think, think about you think about that now. William has two. We when we first rolled up here, William's got two German shepherds that are actually kind of intimidating if you're not a dog person. Yeah, I've, and, got, I've got two German shepherds. Uh, Skittles shares my birthday. Uh, he was born two years ago, April fifteenth, and then we've got Starburst, and uh, we've got two puppies inside. They just had their first litter. We call them nerds. Skittles and Starburst <laughs> no, I, I, made. I'm nerds. taking a puppy too. Are they for sale? <laughs> I'll take a puppy back to West Virginia right now. They they are for sale. They're they're still a little uh, early. Uh, okay. I think I think my wife has them spoken for it this time. Though. Okay, well then I'm just, I guess I'll steal that too. <laughs> I, we'll have, I'll even name I'll, them. I'll uh, put one in my night jacket. Yeah. What's, what's, what's the say? What's in? The, I don't know what it is in the army, but in the Marine Corps. It's, uh, there's o- there's no there's only one thief in the Marine Corps, and everyone else is just trying to get their gear back. Yeah, right. Like, it, you can acquire whatever you want. You just can't steal anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. acquire. Yeah. I, I think one thing my employees don't know about me is I'm a bit of an HK snob. Um, that would probably be something they don't know about me. Really, you think I, I would think that they would know that? You know what I mean? Like that'd be something that you would voice. I don't know. Like I mean, most why, of the, why? Why are you so closet about it? Most of the most of the, the guys I work with aren't super gun guys. Um, 
they're talented craftsmen. Uh, one guy, uh, his name is Laszlo. He's been here the longest, and uh, he's a, he, he has his own leather business on the side called Laszlo's Leather. He's super awesome sewer and seamstress and fabricator. And then Cody's, he came from a military background, but... I feel like if I was a dude, I wouldn't want to be called a seamstress. Yeah. I was actually thinking, is there is there a, a, a masculine term for? Well, seamstress? you know, it, it doesn't matter what you are these days. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it came up a few. Here we go. It came up a few <laughs> months ago. What we would do, and so we were like, "Is it a? Are, are you a sewer? Would that be it?" And yeah. then no, but the actual term is is gender neutral is the new thing. Uh, it, it's, Not for it's, us, it's, but yeah, it's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's seamstress. That's the yeah. correct term. We got Huntington pretty fired up a little bit ago there for yeah some comments. Some I, comments. I like to say that there's a difference between a seamstress and a fabricator. A seamstress knows how to run a sewing machine. A fabricator can create and figure out and problem solve and work on the machine and do all the things. Uh, so well, I will say we actually have Yorgi here with us today, and he is doing our filming for us. Thank you, Yorgi. And Yorgi, you just remind me of that Yorgi is a graphic designer, and he, I guess, is a fabricator then, a mental fabricator on yeah. the computer. He's a seamstress. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could use my mentals fabricated, dude. Trust me. Like, I mean, I could. You I, needed your mental fabrication earlier this morning. Any anybody that wants to help, I'm in, dude. You know what I mean? We we uh, we actually enjoyed coming up here uh, last night we uh, took a night out on the town in mechanicsville no, we were in ashland <laughs> oh yeah, ashland. We were in ashland ashland okay because yeah. i kept yelling like i was like where am i what was what was the name of the place that we went to last night uh huddle touchdown huddle huddle huddles something. touchdown sports bar or something yeah. i mean yeah. it had like 15 like, names across the we top literally got to the the night it had like 600 people in it though so it we got crazy. to the night's in which has a great yelp rating and uh <laughs> <laughs> after uh, we're yeah, like, you're gonna like this you're gonna like this I was like, hey we gotta go eat and i just put in like you know like bar and grill and it came up and we get there and you can't even park i had to park at the park like hey, two blocks away what happened to my lot lizard Huh? I don't, dude. So here's how. <laughs> listen, the lot what's up next door? Like we don't like, know what a lot lizard is. No. Oh, oh god, it's oh, the that, that's a truck the... stop prostitute. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah, our hotel was in a truck stop. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like <laughs> that room next to us, they just had their door open. Yeah. Like, we, we're trying they to were get man our door spreading open, on the just, bed. Their doors just open. Their shirts off. spreading. Were they not man spreading? No, no, no. Seriously, they they shirtless, yeah. kind of bigger guys, hairy, and they're just laying on their beds. <laughs> drinking Modelo's yeah, in their yeah. undies, dude. In the their door undies. <laughs> Nate pulled out like thirty-one dollar bills this morning. I was like, oh, he went next door to Modelo room. <laughs> dude, hey, I'm on the road, man. I gotta, pay, I gotta pay for shit. You dude. saw? <laughs> hey, what are you uh, talking about? <laughs> like you saw, there was a shortage of lot lizards. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying, I'm trying to put, struggle I'm trying to, economy. I know I'm where to, to go. Bring some money like, over to my like, MOS tactical Komodo dragon. Yeah, it's my MOS tactical account. I'm putting money in that. <laughs> Supply and demand, yeah, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, whatever it takes. I mean, you want quality, you got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I punched Yorgi at least once in my sleep last night. I wanted to punch you like a hundred times in your face, yeah. not your sleep, your you face. You didn't know. You didn't. Yeah. The uh, lucky, lucky you. Yeah. I wanted to punch Nate last night because he kept dude? talking in his sleep. What? Oh, they said you were talking shit all night. Good. <laughs> Probably because of you, man. I no, hate this you. is my fault. Yeah, this is my fault. Oh, I'm sorry, William. Back, back, back to William here. <laughs> I've got a better one of, of, of what my employees don't know. My favorite color is actually pink. 
Okay. I mean, save the tatas. I'm done with that. Yeah. That's, that's uh, what month is that? November or something? October, I think. Yeah. October. Well, it's like, you know, and, uh, the, the, and the, I remember talking about pink, like, you know, and talking kind of camo, bringing that together. Uh, everybody, there was that big push probably in like 2007 ish where uh, for women, pink camo. Mm hmm. And, you know, you had all your big, uh, you know, gun companies, all your big bow companies, <clears throat> they were uh, releasing, you know, a bow that was uh, pink camo and, you know, Realtree started doing a pink camo and Mossy Oak and everybody and, uh, and they, they like target or were targeting women with it. And, you know, what they found, I guess, through testing and everything else is that animals can't see it. You know, I mean, they can't see pink. But what what was happening also that they that they didn't kind of foresee is the fact that it was appearing almost white in an elevated position. So like you kind of they kind of crossed some hairs, and then they had, that's why they had to start getting making it more less pink, more camo. You know, what I mean, of of your darks and stuff like that. And uh, you know, but pink, it's crazy that animals can't see pink. So do you make a do you make a pink plate carrier? We used to. We used to make a muddy girl. Uh, oh yeah, camo. money. That's exactly what I was thinking about. I couldn't think of it. And, money girl. Uh, we, we we carried it. We we marketed it. We made a couple plate carriers in it and some pouches. And then we just didn't have a demand for it. So we've still got material. It's been it's been removed. So if people want it, uh, we, we can make it. We have a limited uh, amount left, but we can definitely do it. How great would it be if SWAT teams came up in pink camo? It'd be right. a psychological factor yeah, for, sure. for sure. I mean, the bottom line is, I don't care what they're wearing. If the SWAT team's coming, dude, they're coming, yeah. and you are not gonna like what you get. So it's like that would be even better, you know. I mean, pink and just feeling it, you know. Get the whole buggy pink, everything, just going crazy. <laughs> wrap it up. And just they go. should have a disco ball too, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, DJ wow. goes out and sets yeah, up before like, they kick the front door and they hang the disco yeah, ball. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, here was, we go, boys. They're like, cue the music. I was wearing a mossy oak uh, plate carrier earlier. And I feel like if that was the pink, I thought you were supposed to wear it the whole I was, episode. I'll get it. I'll get it. Well, Go ahead, watch. You know, and like in the, with with hunting gear and stuff, the, you know, the the they they kind of something that I'm sure you've seen. You know, for turkey hunting, they've kind of adapted. You know, because a lot of guys, I don't wear one, but a lot of guys wear like a a vest when they turkey hunt. So they've kind of you know adapted that tactical side i don't know if you've seen anything like that um but some of these companies are making their turkey hunting vests and uh duck hunting vests for like calls and stuff because you're usually wearing chest waders mm -hmm. so you want you want everything to be higher on you so you have access right here you know you're hunting in a blind you're hunting you know on the layout or something like that so everything's right here and they, they've kind of uh adapted it or kind of reached out into the, the tactical community to, for some of their new technology in hunting applications, which is kind of, it's funny to see that cross the opposite way. You know? it, it's super cool. I had a guy who was down in Louisiana a few years ago, and we made him a, a Mossy Oak uh, Bottoms Land plate carrier. That's but one he, of my favorite camos. But he wasn't putting it, he wasn't putting armor in it. He was putting flotation in it so that he had a vest that would hold everything that he needed for the hunting application he was using. And it would also be a life vest as well if he fell out of the boat. Well, well that, that's actually cool. You know, we, that kayak, is cool. we kayak and stuff and it made me kind of think, you know, because, uh, you know, we, we kayak a lot on core engineer stuff for lazy water. And, and you know, that way you could have it all if you can go ahead and in, if you can insert flotation, you know, because the core engineers expects at least it, it, you're, you're Brennan is actively sticking his Copenhagen in his. I mean, we, we, you know, we make a dip pouch. Yeah. 
Nice. Well, yeah, you, you definitely should. I mean, that's. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, usually, I know in the military, like, hey, here's all this cool gear, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna put like a rip it in this pouch. I'm gonna put Copenhagen in this one. Like, like every pouch was not what the minds that be intended them for, and. I love that. Like, you have to have a snack pouch. You know what I mean? You have to have a snack pouch. You have to have a Copenhagen pouch. You have to have a Rip It pouch. You know, Nate, like, what was it, what was it called that first Sergeant Yeager used to say? The Lance Corporal Underground or whatever it was? When he was talking about people, people figuring things out to get away with stuff? I think it was the Lance Corporal Underground. But... We, so we, we called that the e, E4 Mafia in the Army. It was like the E4 Mafia, like the... The the biggest shitbags who knew everything though. Well, yeah, I mean, as as a well, it sounds like me. Yeah, it sounds like, <laughs> well, no, you got it as a private. Yeah, but I was corporal twice. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, I was gonna say one of, one of the tricks that we learned because you're not allowed to smoke in the field. That's a lot of NJPs, man. And and the landscape underground, they would teach the new guys be like, look, if you want to have a cigarette, just take all your rounds out of your magazine. Yeah. Open the bottom of your magazine up. Yeah, (laughs) you just light your cigarette and 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 you can sit there and smoke it. And then you'll hear first on her gunny like, "Who's smoking a cigarette?" (laughs) You can't see it under nods. Like that's it. You can't even see it under nods, but you smell it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just how you roll. I want to talk. We you spoke about this a few minutes ago. So like, you know, not only the tactical gear for military application, but you were speaking of airsoft. Mm -hmm. How big is that community into I, I I see it everywhere. I see these. They airs- gotta have purchasing power, yeah. right? I mean, because they, well, they have a lot it. of money. Yeah, I see these airsoft teams that travel all over the U.S. and they fly in on fucking Blackhawks and then they fight like a three day uh, war oh, and yeah. they all have like <laughs> way three day war. They, they all have better gear than I ever had in my life. Yeah, but like I also I also frequent a lot of single mothers and like they like they'll buy <laughs> they'll, they'll buy they'll buy like their kid. A fifteen thousand or fifteen hundred dollar like setup. He wears it like four times and decides he likes something else. Yeah, and it's like, like you know, you're you're you, if you're at their house and it's like, what is all this shit laying around here? You know what I mean? Like, why do you have all this? Like, <laughs> like is somebody your husband get back right from war? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, I feel like I'm off base, and I'm yeah. like, was your husband a major? <laughs> no, that's no, that's for my eleven year old. And I'm yeah. like, what? And yeah. then. Like what underground war is he fighting? <laughs> Am I Jody right now? Yeah. I've, I've, Jody's, I get the occasional oh, yeah. email. Where's my shit, man? I got an op this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's some twelve year old. I got an op this weekend. That's hilarious. We had we had one guy. We had one customer last year who just like blew up the phone, cussed me out on the phone, cussed me out. Oh, and then. But the order was through his his mother's email, so I wrote an email. Oh, and then three days later, she's calling me and she says, "My my kid's got to apologize. I didn't raise a kid to cuss you out." And he had to apologize to the entire shop on speakerphone. I'm oh sorry. My good. That's a good, good. learning experience for him. Yeah, hey. He was stressed out, man. He had to op. Hey, what, what does mom look like? I have no clue. She sounds cool. <laughs> You keep bringing that up, Nate. Nate. Nate cracks me up with this because whenever we see a preview for a new movie and it's a kids movie, I'm like, oh, that looked like a decent movie. He's like, oh, I'll probably see that in a year, wherever I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watch that in somebody's house. You know, you know, like, I'm like, just leave it on. <laughs> it's fine. But it, <laughs> Background noise. It, it's crazy. I know kids that have like thirty thousand dollar night vision. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I'm telling you, $30,000 knife. Like that, the whole, I'm, I mean, I'm serious when I talk about it. The whole airsoft thing has just taken this world by, I mean, it's, I watched a video of dudes coming in on helicopters into like this mountain city for this 24 hour battle. And they like, I mean, they fought this battle for 24 hours. But the funny thing is, like, when you get shot, you, like, raise your hand. Like, okay, you got yeah, me. Well, that, that's my problem <laughs> like, with it got all. Me. You is got it me. Like, and, like, the dude will shoot someone, and they won't, they'll look around like, no one saw me get shot. <laughs> and it's like, not so, like, in real life, like, when you get shot, you know. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like hey. So, like, hey, man, I need to throw this tampon in this hole <laughs> so it can flower up and I can continue I, I'd on. like to raise my hand and say that I'm hit, but yeah. I'm hit in my hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I... I can't do that you know like but it's just you know i'm bleeding out yeah so it's kind of i don't know I, th- I think that everybody that's kind of like wanting to do gangster shit until it's time to do gangster shit i guess yeah. but like you know and everybody it, they everybody thinks you know that they have you got the camera john yeah geez. tell me how to live my life everybody you know I don't, I don't know. I just, I think that video games and, you know, uh, it was paintball in my time. You know, everybody played war with paintball and, you know, and then uh, now the airsoft, it's like. You always had that one bass I mean, that I would get freeze it. a paintball too. I get it. Like, uh, that must be, it must be fun and stuff like that, but it's just, it's, yeah, I, that, I think it, it was a false, is, false. Uh, well, I, bought, I bought airsoft guns for my kids for Christmas this year and on Christmas morning, my middle son, he said, well, I'm going to shoot you once with it. I was like, go ahead. He shot me. And I was like, okay. I said, no, I'm going to shoot you back. And I shot him back, and, and he goes, I'm not playing this game. <laughs> he goes, that hurt. Well, John shot him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's real nice. Well, the thing is, it's like, I, like if I went to airsoft thing, like the first thing I did was like capture a kid, and I'm fucking waterboarding him. And they're, like, <laughs> they're like, hey, dude. I got an OC is, show, like, shirt, like, like on his head yeah, and shit. Yeah. This isn't how airsoft works. And I'm like, bro, I thought we were trying to win. I'm <laughs> just trying to get info. Yeah, like, I'm trying to get some intel. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like, tell me what you. He keeps raising his hand, like, hey, you got me. Like, I don't care. Raise your hand all you want. Like, I'm going to waterboard you, bro. Yeah, like, and then there's a horse comes out and he's like a headless rider. You know what I mean? Like, you like, you've killed, you know, like you've taken. I I think Airsoft is great for the community in a few things. I think it, it, it can provide an educational platform. And I think it's really good for the 2A community because it gets people in to a item that looks very much like a firearm and they can learn and move in that. It's a great training aid if you don't have the budget for simunition or right. uh, UBT rounds. Uh, but it's all about the disciplines that you put into it. If you're using one of those really, like, I think some of those magazines hold a 1,000 BBs. Like, yeah. That, that kind of takes the, the muscle memory and the manipulation and yep. the training aspect out of it. Uh, so I think I think it's comes down to the individual and in, in the clients and people that uh, and experiences I've had with Airsoft. It really comes down to the individual and how they're they're using it. To me, if you're using a, a standard loadout of a 30 BBs, something like that, and you're, you're manipulating the weapon, right. it's a great training aid. But I, I have a feeling that most people don't take advantage of the opportunities because they want to win opposed to getting their ass well, yeah, I mean, And, and my, my overall attack on it was the fact that there is a reset. You know, yeah. and it and it it starts over. It's like, you know, I I don't, you know, you can re-implement yourself, and and that's what that whole video game mentality and things like that that I'm I'm not a, a fan of. Yeah, I don't think we use the right terminology on that one. Uh, what's it called when you die in a video game and you you, you respawn. respawn? You respawn. Yeah. I said reset. Whatever. Sorry, John. Thanks. Re- respawn. Well, that's where I remember. You're an idiot, dude. Remember, idiot. like the like. In, I remember in '64 
um, the original um, Goldeneye, Goldeneye, or Tom, one of the Tom Clancy games I played. Yeah. You died, you died. The mission yeah. was over. Yep. It sucked. Like I remember creeping and like writing a map out so that like I wouldn't be seen <laughs> because there was no save, there was no restart. You died, you died. That's why I didn't play that game. Yeah, it was hard. It yeah, kicked my I ass. Don't, I don't play games, We're, so you know. The one thing about I would say is you know the airsoft is people get so stoked to do this like 48 hour op you know mm -hmm. what i mean like oh we're doing a 48 hour op and it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be this and like when you're in the military and you're like dude we gotta do a fucking 48 hour op like you just bit like hey we're we gonna sleep like we gotta stay up for 48 hours like it was just like god why are we always doing this crap and then like these dudes are paying to like go to uh, there was something like somewhere in new york this huge airsoft thing and it was like a 48 hour battle and they're like oh we're up for 48 woo and i'm like i think, I think we should probably Probably, uh, like, I don't even like camping. Anymore. I think we should be on an. <laughs> you know? I think, I, no, I don't. I don't like. Listen, like, I, like, I meet girls and they're like, "Hey, uh, yeah, I like hiking, yeah, camping." I, I'm like, "Those are all things that suck." Yeah, like, I used to get paid to do that. I used to get paid to do that. I hated living for a long time. Yeah. I hated every minute. Like, of I could go live like off the grid. But I don't want to. My favorite you know part I mean? about hiking and camping is when it's over. My favorite part is when I drop you off and I'm like, hey, I'll be back in two days to pick you up because yeah. I'm not going. Like I used to sit and like look at the sky and watch an airplane fly over. I'm like, yeah. I bet they're going somewhere awesome. I remember I remember like all the time. So like Fort Bragg's was attached to Pope Air Force Base and we had the whole A-10 wing, which was our support, you know. And they would Big all, shout out to Vietnam. Yeah, Vietnam. Uh, more people shot in Fayetteville than uh, Vietnam. Anyway, <laughs> uh, like the A-10s would be flying over and you'd be like, like God, I wish I was that dude. You That's know what, what I always say. And like the know, dude in the man. A10s, like say looking down shit. at the grunts, like God, those dudes are cool. I wish I was that yeah. dude. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't, man. You, you wish because you ain't. You know, yeah, That's right. it. It's the only reason you wish. Yeah. What I about did. RVs though? That's glamping. Like my in-laws have RV. My in-laws have Wait, an right, RV. No, I'm in on that. I'm in on that. That's longer than my house. Right, what I don't want to do is like, hey, I have everything I can carry on a backpack, and this is how I live for two days. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to go camping now, the backpacks aren't even full of gear. It's just full of beer. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, so. but like, also, also, I could just drive. Yeah, and RVing, like that whole thing, I don't I mean, that's, I don't know. I think that's for old people. That, I think that's for <laughs> us. That want to just chill the fuck we, out. But like, hey, was, Brandon is our old guy, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was mad last night. <laughs> I was, they definitely called me the old guy because we went to the, whatever, the bar and grill that turned into a fucking honky tonk and <laughs> i was like i was like we're trying to spread news about the podcast but i have to yell to you guys right now to tell you that we're and no one can hear us outside of this group like it's too loud in here and they're like you're so old and i'm like it's just loud like i don't need this loud so i don't need to go camping i don't need to be somewhere loud and i want to rv okay <laughs> I mean, if that's how you feel, Brandon. That's it is. You, you you know Brandon's mad right now. He's well, mad about this. Because we just like, drove here, and it like sucked in the truck. Like John's farting up the truck. Nate's fucking snoring. <laughs> and then we get here, and remember we passed that RV on the way? And it, it, Could you imagine if we had that? Nate could be back there like making us sandwiches and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nate the sandwich yeah, maker. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like obviously what I am. Obviously, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? We wouldn't be complaining about breakfast right the now. The dumbest shit you've ever said in your life was just that right no, there. Like, that was the dumbest thing. Like, that we're driving and you're back there making you, dude, sandwiches. You, is he gonna have like the hairnet on? Yes, like the lunch uh, lady? No, he's fucking not. He doesn't need the hairnet. He has a beard net. Dude, you know what? I hate MOS tactical. MOS tactical is don't fucking buy their shit ever. All they do is play airsoft and fuck around, dude. Yeah. This place isn't even professional. I hate this place. Hey. I didn't like these dogs. These hey, dogs suck. Hey, what if we give you a free play carrier? Don't talk to me, William. Oh, I got, I got a it's not your birthday anymore. Hey, you, you think John could pause this so that Nate could go grab us some sandwiches? Uh, I got some lunch meat in the fridge. No, you, you got fucking M&M's and that's it, dude. Don't fucking lie to me, dude. You got M&M's and we that's got, it. We got country ham. We right got now. spicy turkey. I'm eating weak we old wings in here. Dude, you're a terrible host. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so I want to talk about. So we're going to shoot guns, right? Uh, yeah. Is that happening? Yeah. All right. So uh, one, I, I guess Yorgi's not drinking. Maybe he'll drive. Uh, when we get to the, we're from West Virginia, and like I, that's where drinking and driving is just population control, right? Correct. Also, drinking and shooting in West Virginia is like, like. It's, rem- a, it's a holiday. Well, and I remember dudes shooting it, and they're like, "Dude, you should see how good I am when I'm drunk." Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sober right now. This ain't shit. Like, today's the day. And Nate's, Nate's. We should probably. He's gonna have a gun later. We should lay off the sandwich talk. Maybe. I don't want to be shot in the back. Yeah. I'll Chris Kyle every motherfucker in this <laughs> room, dude. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have my plate carrier on. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're gonna need it. You better wear it on your face. <laughs> no fail. Brain box. <laughs> Brain box. Shock and shutdown. I remember. I keep talking about this, but I. You remember the rippets like overseas? Quit little... talking about it, dude. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Did you have a bad experience? Ribbit. No. Is, is yeah, there... I, apparently, I was just talking about the grenade pouches, like. It held a rip it like it's almost like they were made for rippets. I mean, you talk about grenades all the time, Brand. And the Marine Corps, they don't give us grenades very often. Why not? Because they, they, they don't They don't want us we to have them. them. Oh, I had them all the time. I mean, yeah. I, I had them. I had them in, in a situation like in Haiti. I had a couple, but they never let me hold grenades. Other than that, they're like, no, you can't have grenades. You know, because you guys are ground eaters. <clears throat> Dude, I just yeah, I, mean, I tried to grenade everything. Like, yeah, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Well, that, that's that's the difference between you and me. You tried to. If they would have given them to me, I would have. Right. That's why they didn't. Like, give I, just, yeah, I, just, I didn't want to carry stuff, so it was like, hey, contact. Blah 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 blah. Like, hey, get the borders out of your yeah. bag. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah dump X. Yeah, yeah. But like, in, like what I didn't realize, I guess, when I was a kid watching Rambo, you know, and uh, you know. I, I didn't realize how heavy a fucking grenade yeah, is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, like, it's retarded. Dude. Like, why is it so heavy? It's not as heavy as, or it's heavier than a rip it. So, like, I'd rather have a rip it yeah. than a grenade. Yeah. yeah, just rip it, bro. Yeah. Rip it. When I was a kid, I always wondered how they would fit that big ass M87 grenade inside of, of an M203. And yeah. then I got older and realized they had nothing to do with each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, a grenade launcher isn't launching, you know, like those grenades. Yeah, those two or threes are not grenades. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're I, nasty. I, I was like, always kind of disappointed that we didn't have pineapples in the tour. Like, I always wanted to throw a pineapple grenade. Yeah, yeah. they yeah, look like, cool. they look yeah, way cool. Like I feel like it would feel nice. Yeah, yeah it would, it's like, like a football. Like wow. Yeah, I feel like the weight management would be nice. I got an invite to something in Vegas where they've got gold plated. Pineapple grenades that you can buy. Do you get a plus them. one? I'm like, down. Nate, like, Nate talks shit about MOS Tactical. I love it. So 
I mean, uh, I'm wearing your gear right now. Hey, guys, who wants sandwiches? Anybody want sandwiches? Turkey and cheese, please. What they wanted per throw, but... Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't pay it. I mean, I don't yeah. think it's worth. I mean, any who the hell's gonna who's the hell's gonna put gold plating on a, a grenade? <laughs> that just sounds like a. Well, and here's the thing with a grenade is like oh, hey, in Vegas, like hey, hey, pop the pin and you count to three, right? But the fuse could be three to five seconds. We don't know, but we're counting to three, the shortest amount. Like that fuse could be three, so count to three and then throw it. Yo, like, how fast that spoon come off that yeah. motherfucker? Though? Take, <laughs> dude, everybody starts <laughs> shitting, dude. Everybody's like, bam! It's just like, oh fuck! How fast do you count though? Yeah, like, hey, count to three. Right? What do you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody does. That's yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> and then they look around. They're like, yeah. no one's no one's, yeah. no one's saying Mississippi in between. No. Yeah. <laughs> one one thousand two. No. Listen, I went no. to uh, I went to shit pops in your hand. You're like, <laughs> But we went to uh, commando school in Peru, right? And like uh, we did this, whatever, it was like six week school. And at the end of commando school, you run this obstacle course and you jump through like these rings on fire. You know what I mean? It's just like the most redonkulous. Straight tough gutter. Yeah. But there's one part, there's one part where there's three dudes and you stand around and you pop a grenade and you hot potato it to him and he hot potatoes it to him and then he throws it in the hole and then you all dive away and it blows up. And we're like, yeah, bro, we're Americans. That's like, commando training yeah, I was in like, Peru. Yeah, I was like, dude, uh, dude, we're Americans. Like, we're not doing that. They're not that. winning wars like, like that. Yeah, we're not doing that. How was the cocaine in Peru? Uh, <laughs> we're active, so I don't know, man. I know the beers were good. Like, you you would, you would go to a, a bar and you'd buy, they'd give you a 40, and that was like for the table. But like we're Americans for so the table. Yeah, so everyone's just walking around with 40s that you're supposed to share, and we're just drinking 40. And they were like 48 cents. Like I, I lived. I owned Peru for a few days off like thirty eight bucks. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's I was pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. I was the king. Well, yeah, have of you ever, have you ever been out of country? I have. Where where have you been? I've been to France. I've been to England. Um, been down in the Caribbean. Nice man. Nice. France? Where, where'd you Where'd you go in France? I was in Lagrange, France. Um, Lagrange. My, my my friends that sounds French. My friends in high school, uh, they own one of the largest privately owned uh, farms. So that was a pretty cool experience. Where? Uh, and it's in uh, southern France, uh, I think on the border with Italy. I was a teenager then. Uh, I spent about four weeks there. It was oh, that's pretty, sick! It was, it was pretty sweet. They owned like mountain ranges and all sorts of stuff. It was it was pretty cool. They found, they had a archaeological team when I was there, and they had found like Roman uh, aqueducts or something like that. That's crazy. On there, and they it's, were, it's crazy when you go to Europe because it's so much older than America. You know what I mean? Like when you go there, like everything in America, like. It's is, new. Is new. Yeah. Compared. Well, well and, uh, you know, like I've I spent a lot of time in Canada, you know, and so uh, as as you go through Canada, you start talking to people, and they're like, "Well, our country's not very old," yeah. and and everything's new. I, I always like see they, they you go to certain cities in Canada, and they're like, uh, like they're the layouts of a city, and things are all like well calculated, and and it's like because they've studied and, and they're so much newer even yeah. in canada you know the neighbor to the north and it's just like they, they they got shit figured out already because they're new in the big picture of civilization well, i guess and, and country, you, know? you think america would be like way better because it's like all the people from europe who you know castles and <laughs> knights and all that shit and then yeah, they didn't like, want to pay hey, taxes, we, we left and like you think they'd come over here and be like you know what we really messed up over there let's not do that here you know and i, I feel like the roads when i was in europe were like 
the roads the Romans built. Well, I can say right now the roads, the roads in Greece. Yeah. Um, taxi cab drivers in Greece are probably the most psychotic drivers I've ever been. I mean, they should all be Formula One drivers. They but really it, should. Uh, I can drive. And they don't even look at the road. They I don't even look at, no, They drive. don't even stay on the road. Yeah. They go on the sidewalk. Like Huntington, I mean, it's West, insane. Huntington <laughs> like, West Virginia. Right through the little cafe. Yeah, it's like, insane. I drove down a road the other day in Huntington, West Virginia. My mirror fell off because it's Huntington, West Virginia. Like, the roads are so bad. And I can go to Europe and drive on this road where they're like, oh, the Romans built it's like this. Cobblestone. Yeah, yeah, the Romans built this. 10,000 years ago, whatever, I know that's wrong, but you know what I mean? This road is so old, and you can drive down it, and your mirror doesn't fall off. That's, I'm like, yeah, Huntington's I mean, not that old, like 1918 winning. or something? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, my, one of my first experiences driving driving through uh, uh, West Virginia, I saw a Toyota pickup truck, and I'm like, that doesn't look right, and the frame is bent, yeah, dragging the highway, and the back wheels are like barely, barely hitting the road. That's, but, I mean, and things like that is why this podcast exists because, you know, you got all the everybody kind of gets that West Virginia, stigma. Appalachia, you know, the whole region um, kind of has that thing. We we talk about it all the time. It's like, you know, there's so much cool shit and there's so many thoroughbreds in this in this in like this region, and it's like everybody thinks that you. You know, like you, everything's inbred and fucking backwoods and whatever. And it's like, you see it because you see it every day. We, we live in it. We see it every day. But like the the other side of it's like, man, this dude's worth $40 million and he's just chilling. Like <laughs> he's, he's driving like, a 1985 yeah. Yeah, Toyota Corolla. Like, yeah. He's the same guy that you see in the Tacoma of zipping down the road. Yeah. It's yeah. dragging on the ground. And it's like, uh, you know, it's just a crazy in West Virginia. I could say this is uh, quintessential Appalachia. Yes. And, you know, and, and that's why we, you know, focus so much on the region is because of how how exposed to Appalachia we are every day. And, and that's that's a common thing. I mean, everybody just r- rocking whatever, man, just get in and drive. My sister just moved up to Appalachia uh, last year and she came from Clearwater where I'm from. And she's never lived anywhere else, and she's been here for, what, about six months now, I'd say. And she actually has integrated into the culture, and she, I, I can tell the stress relief that she has just driving around. Because she's that driver that drives around like, get out of my way! Ah, and, she, and she has the most massive road rage I've ever seen in my life. And now she <laughs> drives around, she's like, there's no traffic. This is wonderful. Yeah, I love and, this. And, and uh, not to talk shit on West Virginia you know what I mean? And I hope no one takes well, it that it. way. I love I'll, it. We wouldn't live there if we didn't love it. You know what I mean? And everyone, I, I'm not from West Virginia. I'm an implant. I'm also not from West Virginia. I'm right. also not. And every one of us stayed. So that says a lot about where we live. I it's, haven't figured it out it's yet. It's welcome. Well, Nate just has no chance to leave. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, he's working on this sandwich gig. But other than that, uh, <laughs> he's looking for that RV to ride in. If the bread has green spots on it, you can't serve that. There you go, Nate. Look. Life lessons today. I today. learned that today. What oh, if God. that? What if that's Quit pistachio bread? Oh, <laughs> uh, so thing. William, close what, your mouth. What's your? Uh, <laughs> close what? your mouth. What's your? Uh, what's your turnaround on if somebody wants to order a plate carrier and they they designate whatever kind of. Um, I don't know the right terminology to use. Uh, specifications. Specifications. Options. Like, what's the turnaround on it? How long does it take for you guys to, to put it all together and get it out? So for a one-off order off of our website, retail order, uh, we were pushing six months. Uh, now we, we've got a new system in place on how we do it. And so we, we reduced it. Yeah, Actually, yesterday we re- reduced it down to four months. We're thinking that it'll be actually closer to 90 days right now. Um, we've gotten rather caught up. 
2020 was just brutal on us. In November and December of 2020, we sold in each one of those months more plate carriers than we had ever made in the previous years combined. So that really bogged us down because at that point we were a three-man shop, including myself, and we just didn't have the processes figured out how to produce produce that much inventory and that much product but but now we're back up to speed we got a whole lot more machinery and and, and processes in which we well, do so it. so you've adapted and overcame yep. and that's what i mean that's the military in a in a whole i mean that's Mindset, the easiest yeah. way to simplify the military is adapt and overcome always yep. for for whatever reason and it's like you know they 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 give you they always give you enough rope to hang yourself you know what i mean like so you got to just learn how to you know wrap the rope and not not hang yourself and it's like so obviously that that's maybe a that i would say that's a testament to your business model and you know your work ethic as an overall team at mos is like you know the 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 fact that oh my god man like they want our stuff they want our product um we're bogged but we have to make changes. We have to adapt to overcome this. And it's like, I mean, it's that's a positive problem to have. But at the same time, you had to make changes. You had to advance to to continue and and stand by your by your product, right? So that, that's 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 badass, man. I feel like Nate's like, you guys, are you guys hiring a sandwich maker? Or? I feel like uh, he's, yeah, I'd love he's to. really putting it out there. We can put a cafeteria <laughs> downstairs. <laughs> but I, I thought we were right. here at MOS Tactical to talk about MOS Tactical. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I said shut your mouth? That's you, Brandon. I was talking to you. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know why we have to share this Pelican case yeah. all the time. You keep stepping on my cord. Like It's going to be a big deal. If you want to leave, that's fine. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll leave. Okay. Bye. I tried to leave you at the hotel this morning. Bye. I tried to leave you with your Modella bros. I'd still be, I'd, <laughs> I've never slept better. <laughs> Those Modelo brothers were serious, man. Uh, oh, trust yeah. me, I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was really tired. Did you take any pictures? Uh, On God. my phone. <laughs> not, not anybody else's they, phone. they had a, like a 1994 Nokia flip phone that they took pictures on. I don't but know. in the pictures, I look like a CIA operator. <laughs> like, oh, my eyes He's all blurred out. My eyes are black, and then that's it. You know what I mean? It's just a beard and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. I was drinking Bohemians in general. <laughs> Red stripes, red Jamaican. So where are we shooting at today? We're shooting at my buddy's property. Um, His name's Shiloh. He's. uh, I like him already. He sounds cool. He owns a company called Last Defense Armory. Oh shit! So Uh, uh, where's he at? How come he's not on? uh, Uh, Yeah, we're gonna meet him, and then we're gonna have to drive six hours again. That's when we buy an RV because we're not doing six hours again in the Raptor. We're going. (laughs) I mean, we're getting an RV. We're going down to Farmville. uh, Oh, Farmville! I know where that is. On his property. On the way to Appalachia. Where they sign Appomattox? It's by Appomattox. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was on Facebook. No, Appomattox, where they signed the thing, like the war ended. Remember the was it the Civil War? Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. Appomattox Farmville's there because I went to Farmville and I took a picture. The Civil War. What was that? I don't know. Uh, So I took a picture last time I was in Farmville because. I was like, this place exists, and I keep getting all these invites on Facebook to like your farm bill, and I'm like, I'm here, like, I'm here. You guys built it. So you built that's it. a really, that's a really good story. Yeah, you thanks. built thanks. it. Thanks. Thanks. For, thanks for sharing that with us, because everybody. No, I just sorry. That. I was excited. I knew where farm bill was. Yeah, you should be sorry. So yeah, uh, we're gonna go out there and. What are we shooting? Like Mark 19s or. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not are we calling? Yet. Are we calling nine line? What are we doing, dude? Are we calling in fire for? Yeah, a yeah. Do we have our forward observer with us? Uh, I'm qualified. Oh, there we go. We're yeah. good. We're good. 
We'll call in the uh, we'll call in the the A tens. Yeah, I got my Air Force sweet. certificate and everything. <laughs> yeah. The the other day we were out there shooting, and there was an Apache hovering over us, and it was really weird shooting with an Apache watching. Yeah. Well, I could tell you when we were out in California for the combined shot with people. Apache people don't watching. realize how how serious it gets with with the artillery and everything else when it's all happening at one time. And I don't even think I understood it until I went out to California. And you're out there, you're shooting, you have the entire. You have an entire line, uh, a company, company of Marines shooting at targets that are in front of us, and then before you know it, you got people dropping 500 pound bombs down range, artillery's going over your head, and then the Cobras come up over the mountains and they're they're shooting hellfire. I mean, it's, I think it's I wild. think that I think that though I think that that is necessary because that's never how real world is. You know what I mean? It's it's never an, uh, never on no, a it's range. It's always one yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah, side yeah, on a yeah, range. Yeah, I, I think I think you can really look at uh, so. T- you know, early on in the war on terror, whatever we want to call it, uh, there wasn't enough Air Force like JTACs or whatever. So like we qualified a bunch of dudes and that's why I went to school and like airspace deconfliction. I've never even thought about until I went to the school because, you know, you got mortars, artillery, helicopters and planes. And they're all flying in the same stuff. And anything like uh, anything over a charge one on a mortar, you have to do airspace deconfliction because it flies up and you hit yeah. a damn. You know, and I'm I think never, Vietnam taught us that. Yeah, like, and I, I've never, it was, because, it was a mess. Because everyone, sky, everyone just yeah. did whatever they wanted. And like a helicopter was getting hit by a mortar round. Like, well, damn because it. everybody was getting fucked up yeah. all the time. And no so one talked. Like, and know? our dads, our dads screwed us out of having fully automatic M16s too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if you ever read that. There's a book out there called On Killing. Have you ever read that? Uh-uh. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't read it. He talks about like the shooting, like like each war, how much, how many rounds were shot, and how people didn't even aim. You know what I mean? Like so many rounds were shot. Yeah, and, no, they, yeah, there's like, like some crazy statistics in that book. Yeah, like it's a really actual, good book. accurate like research yeah. and uh, statistics that are amazing. Like they, it goes all the way back to the Civil War. Yeah, and how and, every, no one aimed. Yeah, no like, one aimed, and then then like guys were dry firing like 90% of the time. Yeah. They so these wars would have been over if people aimed. They wouldn't yeah. reload. They wouldn't. They, they wouldn't reload. <laughs> like, they would yeah. get so caught up in you know. It, it uh, that yeah that's a really good book and uh, yeah, what's uh, who's the author? It, I don't remember. I'm killing. I don't remember who the author is, but it, I mean, it's, definitely everybody needs it's, to read that book. book. Okay, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm I'm actually impressed right now that Brandon and Nate are telling me about a book. This is, Dude, this is I, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know you knew how to read. I, I instantly looked at John. I'm like, yeah, you know. He's like, no. And I'm like, and there's what? like no, there's no pictures either. So yeah, it's, it's like, all words. It's all words and shit. I was so confused at first. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know. I was, what like, I, was what, I was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I, I don't know what. I flipped through 500 pages. I was like, no pictures. You start at the top. And you read right to left. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. It I took a lot of poops. You know what I mean? Just like look through page, <laughs> yeah. couple poop. Yeah. yeah, it's a good book though, man. I and got to the end. Though. It was good. It breaks everything down though, and I we'll we'll post it in the thing. Yeah, who, we need to because that is it's seriously worth reading. And he dude. talks about you know, I mean the the traumatic experience everyone has and how that affects people and how some people deal with it and some people don't and like this psychological effect of but war. like on a very it's and, really and it's, and it, and it, on a very detailed and accurate heavy level right it, like the the way he and but he also takes it i'm gonna look through it up right all now. the kind of like everything all kinds of conflict old you know history conflict i'll have to i'll definitely have to check day. it out i'll definitely and read it i mean and, and it's like, called on killing 
the psychological cost of learning to kill in war in society. Yeah, that, it's a, it's and a it's crazy book. Dave Grossman, right? And, I, and honestly, I don't think it puts you on a yeah, list if you Dave buy Gr- it. You know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's by Dave Grossman. It's good. Catching right. Oh my God! Listen. So, and I cheated. I, I I had the book, but I also did the audio because, like, if I'm in the car, like, we'll just listen to it on the way home. You know what I mean? We got six hours. Might as well hear it. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I I had somebody read it to me while I made sandwiches. See, well, See? I, I thought maybe I'd put it on and like you could be in the back seat making sandwiches while we're driving. What's home. your favorite sandwich to make while you Thank listen you. to it? This is great. William's coming in hot. <laughs> a fucking knuckle sandwich. <laughs> a knuckle sandwich. You know, I thought you would make like the cucumber sandwich. Yeah, I thought a lot too. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means, dude. But I don't like the way you're he talking went, to me he right went now. Vegan. <laughs> I don't like the way you're talking to me, William. I, I, hey, we should get really hyped before like we go to the, the range. Chicken salad with the walnuts <laughs> and the uh, cranberries. <laughs> oh, that's delicious. Hey, after this, MOS cl- Tactical closed its doors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's going to stick Skittles and Starburst on you. Hey, we, 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 we're going to have to wrap this thing up here in a couple minutes. But, William, um, what what's your what's your uh, short-term goals and long-term goals with MOS Tactical? What are you, what are you trying to accomplish? So my, my mission now is to create a... a, a a nice work environment like where everyone can be creative and have fun and grow and grow with the business uh short term i'm looking forward to just getting some more equipment and and bringing out some products that we wanted to bring by the end of the year and and growing our shop we only have 2,000 square feet and i like to make that 3,000 by the end of the year uh, long term, I'd like to employ somewhere between ten and twenty employees, and have like a fifteen to twenty thousand square foot warehouse. Couple, a couple of military contracts would be mm-hmm. nice too. Yeah. You know, hey, shout out yeah. uh, military contracts. Yeah. We'd like some of those over here. Yeah, shout out to Joe Biden. Yeah. Hey, also, let's when, go, Brandon. Hey, hey <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, when is William coming to West Brandon. Virginia? By the way, mm-hmm. when are you going to come do an onsite? Why don't you come to Brewgrass? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's a, it's, it's a music it's a, beer festival. It's a beer festival. We're going to do a podcast there. Um, we, it's Huntington. We can shoot guns no, wherever you we know want. What? We, we, we actually know the owner. We could probably set up a booth, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Um, we yeah, look you into can set up that. Let's talk booth. about that. We I, can, will, I will say there's a lot of guys in West the Virginia. Tactical booth. There's so many guys in West Virginia that, that want tactical gear. Like They, they just do. Uh, it's it's backwoods. Yeah. People it's, that are People who hunt every day and like shooting, and they like... Yeah, but you also walk into their house and they have seventeen ARs. Yeah, and they, you know, because they just they they in their, they, in their, they in got their single bug, wide trailer. And they, yeah, and yeah. they're just, I mean, and then and they just they're 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 they prepping. spend money where they want to spend money, yes. and not where they need to spend yeah, money. Like, you know that's I mean? that the biggest falsity of of uh, Appalachia is that everybody's broke. You know, what I mean, like these, people, yeah, like it's, it's just, no one cares about no one no one around there cares about. Hey, this is how I look on the outside. This is what I like, so I spend my money on what I like, and I live comfortably. Well, it's like, it's like my, yeah. my, my, my truck might be dragging on the road when you follow me, but if you break in my house, I'm going to take yeah. a minute to pick which well, you gun don't I shoot you in. in. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to break in. Like I'll leave the door open for yeah. you. Come, come on in. Yeah, come on in. I mean, usually... I, I, he'll, he'll be laying there like the dude with the Modelo. Picking my belly button like... The quiet professional is the one you got to be scared of. Yeah, I remember I was in the bank. I think that's Appalachian bank. hole. I was I was in the bank a couple years ago, and this guy, man, he was stinky and dirty and didn't have shoes on. And the car he was driving an old Volkswagen Beetle, and it was just but. And I was asking the lady after he left, I was like, hey, "Like, does he need help?" And she's like, "He's worth like a hundred million dollars." Yeah. 
Like he he owns all the farms around, and here. that's and he's yes. the guy on the side of the road picking up cans, putting yep. them in a the cart, and yep. just walking down the road. <laughs> because he probably grew up in a family that grew up during the Great Depression, and he didn't spend money where he didn't need to spend money, you yeah. know. And our generation is, you know, I've, I talk about it all the time. Like we're a now generation. Like my kids are a now. You know, hey, I want something. I can get it right now. Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Now, uh, these people, you know, we're eating can of beans. Like your parents grew up in the Great Depression, like you suffered as a kid growing up because your parents grew up that way. They weren't frugalent. Is that the word? Yeah, they yeah. were frugal. Frugal. Yeah. frugal. I think that's one of the things that like really helped me in business is my dad was born in 1928, and I'm only 35. Yeah. So I have a different mentality. Sure. Um, I was raised under some things that like my dad always said, you have six months on the shelf and you have six months in the bank. Yep. And that's the way we try to run this business. That's, that's the way I run my... Like that is that. awesome. Yeah. 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 I I like that. I'm like glad that, that yeah. somehow this conversation got you to say that. Like yeah. that was, that that's, was awesome. Like, that's, that's, so, that's exactly what we wanted to hear. Like that's awesome. Man. I mean, I, I talk with my most, all, all of my employees are under 30 and they're quality people. They have the same mentality, but I hear about their friends that yep. have like, maybe two days on the shelf of food and like one of my employees friends makes like 80 90 grand a year and has to borrow money from him yeah like so it's 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 just a it's a frustrating mentality to see our youth not preparing like they'd rather go buy a a really expensive handbag or some like super expensive tennis shoes and brag like like I'm all about like what's what's in your bank account and the stuff that you have at your house. I mean, yeah. I'm 35, my house is paid. Like, I just have a different mentality. Oh yeah, we're in a badass shop, which is behind your house. Yeah. How yeah. awesome is that? I know what? it's so great like, to roll out of bed yeah. and then go right to work. Right, like I, I rolled out of bed. To, I rolled out of bed today with Yorgi, and I like like I was like, hey Yorgi, we got to get up. You know, honey, we got to get up. And then I didn't even shower because the shower. I was scared I would be. You dirt. didn't shower, well, Brandon. Because, you didn't shower because you didn't want to get up. No, I didn't shower because I felt like shower. I would be dirtier if I showered at the nights in than I would be if I sh- did not shower even after sleeping with your yeah i know well, i slept on the covers with all my clothes on i woke up uh, early i undid my zipper for your did not but, wake um, up early <laughs> nate was yeah nate was in the medella room making sandwiches like <laughs> hand sandwiches he's over there like homeboy was over there picking his belly button with his shirt off watching Nate's cops sandwiches like, sandwiches don't last six months don't freeze yeah. them. They don't freeze well. Don't I, I, you know what sandwich it last six months? The one from Publix that we're getting today. <laughs> honest, to God, honest to God, I didn't come here for a verbal attack. You know what I, mean? like, I didn't. I didn't. Hey, William, it's been awesome being here. This is a great facility. Thanks for we, having us, bro. Yeah, we, we really yeah, like I it. I live here now, William, by the way. I don't, is that cool? Can Are you going to live here? in the shop? You can, you can, live, can I work here? here? You, you can, you can become a seamstress. A, we can pop a, a cop for you. Yeah, I'll, t- uh, well, I'll have him. We, I'll I think we need a more feminine term for Brandon seamstress, though. Huh? I think we need a more feminine term for seamstress for Brandon. For Brandon? Yeah. Oh, like, I'm not going to be a seamstress. I'm going to... I'm Twat. Gonna mo- I'm, gonna mo- I'm a model shit. <laughs> twat sounds good. Let's just call him the, 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 I'm the gonna, company Twat. I'm just going to model stuff. Like, so you'll, I'm not, so, yeah. so you'll, be, you'll be like a live action dummy? Exactly. Is that, see, see how you have the head over there? Yeah. Like, I'd just be the real head. Awesome. <laughs> Brand just stands there. Hey, um, our our social media is Facebook Grunts in Appalachia, Instagram Grunts underscore in underscore Appalachia. You can find you follow us and subscribe on uh, YouTube. You can find us on Twitter, 
Twitter, titter, titter, titter. Get your mind out of the gutter, pervert. Twitter, TikTok, all this. Tinder. You can find us on Tinder. Well, you can. You can. There are definitely people in this room that you can find on Tinder. I'm not one of them. Not either. I think that's me. They're talking about me. They're talking. They're talking about me right now. But this has been fun, man. Also, I think that they should change Virginia's motto. Virginia's for lovers should be Virginia's for grunts. <laughs> I like that way better. Hey, but we're going to go ahead and sign off here. We're getting ready to go out and do a shoot with William, and uh, we're going to, I guess we're going to shoot some hey, stuff. We're going to blow some stuff up. Yeah, Neg- negligent discharges. Death pops are going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, William, thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Grunts, Grunts and Appalachia out. out.